Welcome back to the Beach Club. Almost forgot Aloha there. Aloha, everyone. Um, I think this might be the last week that I do Aloha now. I think I'm just calling an end to it. You're calling an end to it? Yeah, I've gone off it. Is it going to have a replacement or is it just going to be hello, everyone? I don't think we're going to have a replacement yet, unless a natural one emerges, but... Fair enough. Charlie, how are you? I'm jolly well, Patrick. Thank you very much. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I saw you sent me some messages at the weekend. Looked like you were having fun. I had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. It was a it was a beach club themed party. You would have loved it with a Guinness cake and all. Not even spearheaded by myself. My housemates actually did all the legwork. But um COVID safe party within your house. Oh yeah, only the four of us. Only the four housemates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the four housemates. Yeah. But four is is enough for a good time. I worked out this weekend. And you I assume you enjoyed the rugby. I did enjoy the rugby. I enjoyed the France game more, but the England Ireland game is always a bit bittersweet for me because Do you sit on both sides of the fence. I kind of just sit with the winner. Yeah, it's a bit a bit shameful. But um, when growing up, Dad always supported Ireland and Bill always supported England, so I kind of always took Dad's side. And in the Six Nations, I tend to support Ireland, but they never seem to get very far in the World Cup. So I'm more of an England World Cup fan. I'm a bit of a glory. I'm a bit of a glory supporter, Patrick. I hate to admit it. Um, and what else you got up to this week? Did you get into the NFL, like I suggested? I have been asking the boys if they wanted to watch... Um, all or Nothing. All or Nothing, but they've all seen it and they all loved it. So I'm going to have to watch that in my own time. At least I've had some verification of my, my suggestion. That's great. Yeah, no, they're big fans. Big news I've got. Okay, that sounds good. We've got another guest this week. Wow, that is exciting because yeah. I'm getting bored of this one-on-one, Patrick. Yeah, we're pretty much on fire with this now. Great. I'll reveal him later. Uh, as always, if you are listening and you would like to get in contact, then please email us at, uh, what is the email address? Thebeachclub at reefknots.com or you can email, uh, message us on social media at reefknots. Um, I'm not sure why I keep asking people to rate and review the podcast because people don't but I'm going to make another plea to just click those buttons on your phone and do us a favour. To be honest, that side of things is going rather horribly. Anyway, (laughs) should we get on with it? Let's get on with it, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. So we've got quite a busy week this week, so should we just uh, burn through the peaks and troughs quite quickly? Sounds like a good plan. As always, you can go first. Well, my peak's obvious. We've already we've already touched on my peak. It was the birthday party on Saturday. You know, the Guinness cake, the beer pong. Yeah. The the beach club beach club theme that I didn't even spearhead. As I said, that was just the boys doing it. So you know, it felt it, Saturday was an all time high. It kind of gave me the taste of normal life again. Can I tell you something? I've never actually played beer pong in my life, so I don't even know the rules. So that's something we're, that's something we're going to have to address when we're when we're out of lockdown. Yeah, well, it's time for you to come over and spend an afternoon with the boys. I'm not sure Louise will be too happy about that, but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. These things happen. My trough is a bit of a funny one, actually, Patrick. So I just woke up yesterday. I'd come back to the countryside to do some work with um with my business partner William, and we had to get up to do some interview filming. And my alarm went off, and I woke up, and I just felt like questioning everything you know am I on the right path words that have come out your mouth before am I on the right path am I doing the right thing one of these kind of moments and I was just lying in my bed I thought right I need a cup of tea to sort of help and then I actually 
I did some journaling, you know, the old, the old favorite of what are you grateful for? And I wrote a whole side. I've actually got it right here. A whole side. Am I on there? <laughs> the Beach Club podcast is on there for what I'm grateful for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Okay, good. So, yeah, and it turns out you write quite creatively first thing in the morning. If you just let, your, let the pen go, journaling. I'm a, I'm a big fan. So I kind of turned that trough into a bit of a, into a, bit of a positive. But, um, yeah, that was my peak in my trough. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you had a, bit, a, a moment of reflection. But um, sometimes they're good. Yeah, sometimes needed. I think I, th- I think sometimes in the, in these days we spend so much time looking at phones, looking at screens, looking at everything that 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 you don't actually get a lot of your time to mentally readjust. Definitely. So I try to at least go for a walk once a day or something where I'm just not calling anyone. I'm not looking mm. at any screen. I'm not doing anything. I'm just processing information in my head because I think if you don't mm. you know, there's a lot of talk about mental health at the moment and I think that a lot of people are just not allowing them that that process of just just getting everything putting it through the filter in your brain mm. and if you don't then you're just you you, you could be so jumbled up mm. I sort of get that but um okay well I'm sorry but I'm glad I'm glad you seem to make it seem to get out of it oh for sure my peaks and troughs um well, my peak is that um, I'm selling my house, and the news is, is that um, the good news is that we we may be getting very close to be actually selling the house, which is um, which is great because, as everyone knows, the uh, process of buying and selling houses is extremely frustrating. Um, my trough, on the other hand, is um, selling my house. <laughs> It's been a complete nightmare. I mean, I, I don't know how people cope with having their house on the market for a long time. Our house has only been on the market for about two weeks. And we've had about 40 people in and out. But uh, I can't deal with having to keep the place so tidy all the time. It's, all, it's constant hoovering. It's constant tidying. Agents ringing up saying, oh, can we bring someone in for you know, in an hour? And then you've got to stop whatever you're doing, tidy the whole house. Oh, I just, I hate the idea that someone's judging my home. Can you not train the, the kids to Hoover? Well, the kids are at school. Oh. Eight-year-old kids. I mean, this doesn't even process on what's going on in their brain. <laughs> I'm hoping we're getting to the end of that process because it's been, well, it's good that it, it should be at the end, but it's, the process is a nightmare. I haven't even started the process of buying a house yet. So that's the next thing. It all sounds quite stressful, Patrick. 2022, I'm just, I'm just going to go to sleep. Well, Charlie, I promised you some excitement and I'm very pleased to say that it's time to welcome our guest for the week. Uh, We are hitting our shout out to help out slot and I hope that our guest does not reveal you to be a slight charlatan because He's someone that has quite extensive knowledge on one of the topics that you claim to be an expert on because he is actually a tailor. Patrick, I never claimed to be an expert on style tips. I just, you know, share a bit of knowledge from the people I know. This is exactly what I expected. At the first push, the walls come tumbling down on on your expertise. But anyway... The business uh, that we're being joined by today is called Barrington Air, and the proprietor uh, is Tom Wharton, and I'm very pleased to say that he joins us by the magic of video. Uh, Tom, welcome. Well, well, thank you very much for having me. Lovely to be here. How uh, are this you, is Charlie. Um, Hi, Charlie. Charlie Tom, Tom Charlie. Nice to meet you, Charlie. 
Hi, Tom. Are you ready to lock horns on the topic of fashion? Or I, I have... I've... I have heard some of your uh, your tips. Tips is generous, I think. Before we get started, do you want to tell us a bit about Barrington Air? Where are you based? What, what's it all about? Yeah, we're, well, we're a bespoke tailor based down in Sirencester in the lovely Cotswolds, which is looking very, well, a little bit grey this morning, but still looks very pretty. Um, based right in the middle of the, the old market town. And we yeah. make bespoke and made-to-order clothing for men, women, children, um, and we do everything from classic suits to unstructured jackets to shooting clothing to denim to leatherwear. You name it, we'll make it. I love the fact that you make bespoke clothing for children. There must be incredibly smart children around, it, around there. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> my children, my youngest son, he's never had anything new in his life, let alone anything tailored. I mean, I don't think he's ever even had a fresh pair of pants. They've all been handed down from his brother, so... We did the same. We've even handed down our girls' clothing to our little boy. <laughs> Brutal! <laughs> Savage. <laughs> First of all, let's get something cleared up, because this has been a debate that's been raging. Charlie brought it up. Is a smoking jacket a no-brainer? Absolute no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. <laughs> yes! Oh, don't do it. Don't give me this. <laughs> <laughs> we we are doing we've done in fact over the last couple of years we've done more smoking jackets than we've done in in, in forever um i mean what are you doing okay fine <laughs> they are they're the, they're the perfect so people are using them instead of dj jackets make yeah. a bit more personality in there people are yeah. wearing them just for dinner parties with okay. jeans and t-shirts and then we're even doing the sort of narrow collars as well for people who want another slightly different look as well they are yeah. becoming one of the most versatile pieces of clothing to have we're going to get on well tom we're going to get on well <laughs> this is not good so what's big in tailoring at the moment what are you what, what are you selling lots of you know other than obviously smoking jackets well with with this year being slightly different to normal uh we've yeah. done a lot of relaxed jackets so unstructured little ones so that's yeah. no padding or anything inside them um Okay, so like a loose, ja like a loose sort of casual lapel jacket. They have nothing. They have no, uh, no, no shoulder padding, no canvassing, just nothing. It's just a shaped jacket. You could say they've got no structure, a bit like Charlie's Fitness and uh, Style Tips. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> oh God, I feel like I'm in the middle of a fight. Okay, yeah, we're like a warring couple, us two. <laughs> it's lovely to see how your relationship blossoms and moves over. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. But yeah, we do, and then we do. Suits are coming back. In the last couple of months, we're getting more and yeah. more people. I mean, also because of wedding now, wedding seasons opened up. Um, yeah. Wedding wedding seasons going crackers. Weddings are coming back in a big way, aren't they? Yeah. So we're basically booked up from April the twelfth, as long as that still goes ahead. Uh, yeah. On with all the people, but we've still got a lot of stuff upstairs for poor people who were had to postpone their wedding stuff. Um, and yeah. then we've got everyone who was postponed is now booked in because they're like, right, we're going for it. Bang, we're, this is it. Yeah, and I, I, I imagine you're taking a lot of things out because people have added a bit of bit of timber during the lockdown. <laughs> There's been a little bit. There's been a little bit. A lot of people's clothes yeah. have shrunk over. over. Yeah. It must be something to do with just being in the cupboard for a bit. But the, 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 yeah. there's been a little bit. And... Um... How's tailoring been? Because the tailoring is quite up and cl up close and personal, so that must be have been quite a challenge during lockdown. Are you, are, are you as a studio still open? Are you? How's that sort of worked? Well, not obviously. When full blown lockdown, we we're all closed. We did a lot yeah. because we've got quite a lot of customers abroad. So got quite a lot in Norway, uh, uh, Australia, and America. We've done quite a lot over the video. So 
have the tape measure yeah. and we do the sort of fittings there. So that worked really well. And then also we've got a lot of patterns for people we made clothing for who just said, oh, I want some more clothing. So sent them yeah. fabrics. Um, and then also we did, um, we've just sort of made bits and pieces to, as we've gone on, design new bits and pieces. Um, and because yeah. we can, we're making upstairs as well now, we've, the, the bits and pieces we just design and, and come up with ideas. So it's been a bit of a, okay. and people have sent stuff in. That's the other one that's been a big one. So people have got a favorite jacket that fits them beautifully, but they want it remodeled. They send it in and we yeah. use the measurements from that. So that's quite nice. That's quite a nice idea because everyone has those sort of favorite items and they get older and then they go, actually, I, I could do with a couple of these. This is actually um, treading on my toes of my style tip this week, gentlemen, because I was I was wanted to address the assumption that tailoring was extremely expensive, but actually you can send off your favorite garments and get them just altered slightly, which completely reinvents the item. Would you not agree, Tom? Mm. <laughs> I think that's a no. <laughs> It's a funny one because the only problem with altering favourite clothing, especially if you've made something for somebody before, is they have they think that it might be the same as the bit you've made before them, if that makes sense. So the bespoke item, and then once you've altered it, you're always altering something. So it's things are cut so, for the fit. So you tweak things. You're always it's always going to be a little bit looking like you've altered it. I think he's pulled your pants down there, Charlie. <laughs> well, I, so let me just ask you this question, Tom. I was given a three-piece suit by my dad, and it's very wide around the ankles and around the waist. Would you would you alter that for me? Is that a service you give? Would yes. you alter clothes that you haven't built from scratch? Yeah, we do. And we, actually, we do we do a okay. lot, and we do a lot for people, as you say, who've got hand-me-downs um, or have had a, a much love from a far, who've given up, you know, a jacket or something. Because um, as long as they're well made, people have the like if you buy a Hugo Boss suit for a thousand pounds, they have no seam in at all. So you can't you can't let them mm. out or tweak because an inch over a thousand suits that they're cutting in one go can create another couple of suits. You know, it's all about money. Whereas well made mm. clothing has decent seam in there. So then you can build and, and move it. But yeah. So you can alter it, but I'd always say get something made. It's much more fun. Okay. Now Tom, I want to talk to you because you've made you've made some stuff for some pretty well-known people in the past. Um, and I know that you are personally responsible for some of Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen's suits um, amongst some other famous people. Now, when he comes in, does he come in with some fabric or do you go or do you call him up and go, Lawrence, um, my nan's changing her curtains. I reckon I can get a couple of ripping suit, ripping three piece out of this. How does that sort of work? It's a bit of bit of both. He because he's got his whole his whole own range of furnishings. He often yeah. comes in with a design that he's done. Don't tell me they're literally made out of out of um, out of curtains. That William Morris stuff with the what the William Morris suit, which is the green with all the flowers, is generally yeah. usually used for upholstery. <laughs> Brilliant. And then other ones we met. We you know we've got loads of quite random fabrics in here that I think yeah. a mill came up with when they were a bit nuts or had maybe were a bit bored at the end of a, mm. a session. Mm. Um, and he goes, oh, that's a bit different. So that, that works yeah. well for them. And then other ones, he just yeah. literally designs it and we make the fabric up from and away we go. But it's a lot of fun because he just, he just yeah. goes for it. I suppose for you, it must be quite nice to have someone that's, that's really pushing stuff. And you've made, you make stuff for lots of TV people and lots of sports people, I see. So... How, how, yeah, how does that come about? They just recommend each other, do they? Yeah, it all started, it started with Michael Vaughan. So my 
cousin's youngest son, not random at all, uh, yeah. he was best friends with Vaughny's youngest. And they were up in Derbyshire at school. And there was my cousin was on the PTA and said, look, can you come up? Because we had a few people drop out of a, um, our October you know, Christmas, well, they're October Christmas fair because they do it very early. Yeah. I said, yeah, not a problem at all. So came up, met Vaughny up there, made a few bits of pieces for him, and then he loved them. And literally then he just introduced me to everybody yeah. else. So Dan Walker's wearing one of our suits on BBC this morning, I saw. Um, and then the because I love my cricket, it just was just the best because he was wow. like, introduced with Bumble, Shane Warm, Daggers. It just, you know, yeah. it, was, it was great. Yeah. Charlie, what you got, got any questions, Charlie? I did see one thing on your website, Tom, that was quite cool. Um, the, the tweed ski suit. And it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And I wanted to ask you, what's the wildest thing you've ever made or not made, dreamt of making? We once made somebody a pair of tweed boxer shorts. Lovely. They feel comfy. It was one of those things that someone phones you up and has a conversation. I'm like, oh my word, what's getting some, this is okay. I'm going to wind up. Okay. And then it was to do with a turnip throwing competition. Oh God. <laughs> what on earth is going on down in Gloucestershire? I don't know what, it, it all was most peculiar, but it turned out there was a turnip throwing competition. The dress was tweed and he wanted to do it in tweed pants, basically. So he made a pair of tweed pants. Wow. Sound awfully hot, okay. tweed pants. Uh, uh, Charlie, I can, I can actually add to that because I once asked Tom if he could make me a suit out of neoprene uh, because I wanted to have, I wanted us, I wanted it like to be a beach suit. And the interesting thing was that I was going to get you to wear it, Charlie. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> this, is, this, this all sounds very hilarious, but I have no idea what neoprene is. It's wetsuit material. We're going to make oh. a suit out of wetsuit. Because I had this idea of a marketing thing, which was like, my favorite suit is my wetsuit. And, but you know, we made oh. ties and it was beachy. And I was, I was, I was conjuring up a, a marketing idea. And uh, so, I, so yeah, I, I imagine it may well have been me that's asked you to make the weirdest thing. Well, let's make it happen. We could make it happen. And we found the fabric. Yeah. We, it's all there. We've... Oh, maybe we should do it. No, a gentlemen, neo... we are going to do it. A neoprene. I think that's that's, yeah. that's what's happening yeah. here. We could go and get Andy Cameron to teach us surfing from, from a few weeks ago. And we'll go down and surf in our suits. Okay, Tom, so you're, are you going to stick about for Charlie's fitness tip? I certainly shall. I shall be here yeah. waiting for it. Uh, do you, are, you, are you big into your fitness? I've started. I've start, I started doing Pilates. Nice. Pilates is different to yoga, right? I think so. I don't, it was one of those things I thought it would be nice to sort of stretch and just be nice and stretchy. And it turns out it's not. It turns out it's really hard work and really burns. And it's amazing how important flexibility becomes to you as you get older suddenly you just realize oh i can't i can't actually I, i'd say that's the number one thing about what's it like to feel older it's just not it's just aching and not being able to move like you used to exactly and it's, i'm planning because I, I know the football season's starting again so we'll start playing indoor football again cricket season oh, yeah. starts so we've got a full fixture and the golf course is open so if i don't do it now by the first mm. round of golf i won't be able to move for like three weeks in cricket do you bat or bowl Bit of an all-rounder, actually. Again, oh, it's, really? it's, classic, it's classic village cricket. It's everybody yeah. has to bowl two overs, whatever. Twenty twenty on oh, a Wednesday okay. night, we're playing some of those beautiful parts of Gloucestershire. 
yeah. and it's basically everyone has to bowl twice. So everyone's involved, so it's a real it, oh. anything can happen. You know, balls flying I really everywhere. Like, I really like the idea of being like in the, living in the country and being involved with like a local cricket team. It must be amazing. Like, it's a bit like skiing. Imagine you get those horrible days where it's just you just think, why on earth do we bother doing this? But then you get those some days where it'll just be a beautiful summer's evening, and you're just playing a game of cricket, you don't really care who wins. It's just fun for everyone. Well, to be fair, with cricket, if the weather's really bad, you don't play. So you don't even have that part. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so this you, is exactly you know, my type of sport. You only ever play when you've got the beauty. We're stuck in the middle of a, on a Cotswold Hill, looking out across the Cotswolds, yeah. can't see any houses, playing cricket, a mm. couple of beers, little barbecue going. And as you say, yeah. no one really cares what happens. I'm straight up for this sport. I like a sport where for half of it, I can be eating sandwiches, sitting down in, inside. Exactly. Having, having a little yeah. drink, having a chat yeah. and a natter. And then, oh, what's because all that? The, yeah, the batting bit doesn't take long for me. <laughs> I can really get through that quite quickly. And we go on tour as well now. It's weekend uh, down in Devon. So it's it's almost like stag weekends are back. Oh my god, it, it is a stag weekend. Everyone gets overexcited on the Friday night. We're not allowed yeah. to go to bed until the sun comes up, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. this is including sort of we play with sort of some people who are sort of sixty plus, and then yeah. we have to try and play cricket the next day in the in the searing heat. Great. So, sign me up. I'm there. Uh, Charlie, back to the real world of fitness. What are we? <laughs> um, what are you hitting us with? Well, Patrick, I want to hit you with some more realistic fitness goals this week because I feel like last week the whole calorie deficit was quite focused, wasn't it? It was quite intense. I mean, who's going to find their daily 200 to 500 calorie deficit? It's it's a hard thing to ask. And I think we are going to have to lead from example... You're not, are you now trolling your own fitness tips? No, you let you let me finish, Patrick. We're gonna have to lead by example, and we're gonna have to use you as an as a as a what's the what's the word? A prototype, a a pilot. You're my pilot, okay? So you're gonna have to do the the intense stuff. I'm episode one. So you're gonna have to download the calorie counting app, and you're gonna have to track your resting calories on your watch, and you're gonna have to track your active calories on your watch as well, okay? But rather than focus on that this week I just wanted to talk about realistic fitness goals um, because it's very easy to think you know you want to look like David Hasselhoff in his day but I don't think anyone's ever wanted to look like David Hasselhoff in his day really let's just draw a line you... under that oh you have <laughs> Baywatch yeah maybe it's just me I thought he looked totally out of place in Baywatch because it was like oh look at all these beautiful people and here's my dad with his pants on <laughs> You would notice in Baywatch that he, there would always be a scene of like, yeah, he wrote Baywatch, let's remember this. And then he, there, he would always say things, that, and there'd always be a line from some beautiful woman go, oh, Mitch, you're so good looking. And you'd be like, he wrote that. <laughs> okay, I take back the Hasselhoff comment and I say, Chris Hemsworth, is he a bit better for you? A bit more modern? I don't, I don't know who Chris Hemsworth is. Okay, well, this is going to really help you out here. Chris Hemsworth, he has an app called Center, C-E-N-T-R. And this isn't actually my tip, but now that I've just brought him up, I think I'm going to drop this anyway. We can always delete it. Yeah. And on this, on this app is everything you need. Tom, there's Pilates sessions on there. There's yoga sessions on there. It's basically Chris Hemsworth's professional team delivering different types of workouts. So you put, out, you put your, your weight, your height, your goals... And it gives you every day, it gives you a meditation each day, a workout each day, some 
some recipes and you can either choose the meals you like and it makes a little shopping list for you in the areas. So when you go into the supermarket, you're like, the vegetables are all in one, you know, part of the list. Ah. It's very, it's very, it's very good. Okay. Now it does cost money though. It's, it's about six or seven pounds a month. But it's very, it's a very good way of staying motivated. Now, that was completely off piece to the fitness tip I was going to give. Okay, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Let's, get, let's drag this baby back on track. Okay, Tom, question for you and your Pilates. Do you book that session in or do you just do Pilates as and when you feel is a good time to do it? Well, th- this would is it's I, one of our customers, Joss Butler, the cricketer, name drop uh, oh, yeah. his wife is has a pilates thing l b p lvp pilates and she does it okay. so you 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 have the videos and you can do them whenever you want to because that was my thing i didn't want to be have to do it every because i don't know what i'm doing the next day or the next hour let alone then so it's good so i can i can just log on pick the one i want to do and then do it when i want to so it just gives me the flexibility on that side well, the flexibility, excuse the pun. But, Tom, I'm going to have to say here, I feel if you're going to get to the next step in your fitness journey, you need to start booking in workouts like it's a Zoom call with the most important person you've ever met. You need to start committing, putting side, time aside, not every day because a rest day is very important, but you need to start planning for your brain as well. So your brain, you'll get more out of your workout if you know, oh, at four o'clock, I've got a Pilates session outside tomorrow or I know I'm getting up at six o'clock tomorrow to go for my run so booking in and planning your workouts as part of your week is a really good way of holding on to the fitness handlebars and making sure you're there till the end because like all great bands as Queen say in their film they don't fail they break up and I think it's the same with fitness you don't fail at fitness you just sort of give up and flake away Oh, the, the, the wise owl has flown in again and he's perched on the branch of fitness and he is just spouting his, his knowledge. Uh, Charlie, I do actually agree with a lot of this because I'm a huge believer of putting in chunks of time in your diary specifically for things. It doesn't have to be work things. And I think when a lot of people are working from home, their sort of routines have been completely thrown up. They've got kids around, they've got this, uh, everything going on. So, you know, I put specific hours in my diary just for reading fantastic and i suppose that fitness goes into that as well definitely it definitely does and you've got to treat it like if you don't treat it with respect then it's always going to be the first thing to go off your off your list of to, things to do yeah and yeah tom with those pilates you just keep going buddy because pilates is pilates is the real deal there's so, so many benefits for that from still that still got the ab burn from yesterday's one i mean it really hurts yeah. Was it still burning now? Like when I breathe. <laughs> burning when you breathe. <laughs> I take it to a new level. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie, for your fitness tip. I feel a lot fitter now that you've helped organise my diary. All it leads me now to say is let's, you know, wind this podcast up. We need to thank Tom. Thank you, Tom, for joining us almost for the whole, for the whole of the episode. So I, I, I've really enjoyed having an extra person. Uh, to talk to and help me troll Charlie. So that's good. Um, how do people How do people find you online? Uh, oh, our website is barringtonair.co.uk and air is A-Y-R-E. Um, we're yep. on Instagram at Barrington Air. 
uh, Facebook at Barrington Air, and Twitter is Mr. Tabs. Interesting that you've gone for a different name for that for, for Twitter, but okay. Yeah, well, that that was it was it was a when we first started Twitter, it was supposed to be the Taylor from Dickens, but it turns out the Taylor from Dickens is actually Mr. Trabs, but Mr. Tabs got used in some media and it got reported in the paper, so we've stuck with Mr. Tabs. I like it. You should have been the Taylor of Gloucester. I know. But that was a mouse, wasn't it? I'm not quite sure that quite yeah. worked. But then people come yeah. and see us in our Sirencester showroom. We've got a visiting tailor service, which will hopefully be open again from the 12th, as long as everything carries on. So, um, yeah. yeah. Always Great. happy to hear from anybody if they want to chat. And our, st- our style podcast is Suits You. It's the Suits You podcast, which chats with some of our customers and some of our celebrity customers about their style tips as well. A bit like Charlie. There you go. They've got celebrities, Charlie. We'll, we'll get there, Patrick. Can you find some of those for us? Yeah, I sure, sure can. If there are any celebrities listening, feel free to come on. I guarantee you'll get on. <laughs> uh, Charlie, thank you. I'll see you tomorrow at our photo shoot. For sure. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to get in contact, thebeachclub at reefknots.com or slide into our DMs at reefknots on all the social media channels. Thank you again. And we will see you next week. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Take care, guys. Cheers, Patrick. See you, guys.